Welcome back, friends, to Hope is a Prayer Way. I am your host, Pastor JJ. And in today's Bible study, we're going to be studying the judgment of the great white throne. And this is part one. And uh, this is out of the judgment series. And this is part 12 of, out of 31 uh, Bible studies that we will do on the topic of all of the judgments uh, as described in the Bible. So we find that in Revelation 20, 11 through 15, and I will be reading out of the NIV, we begin with the judgment of the dead. And then I saw a great white throne, and him who was seated on it. The earth and the heavens fled from his presence, and there was no place for them. Verse 12, And I saw the dead, great and small, standing before the throne, and the books were opened. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. The dead were judged according to what they had done as recorded in the books. And the sea gave up the dead that were in it. And death and Hades gave up the dead that were in them. And each person was judged according to what they had done. Then death and Hades were thrown into the lake of fire. So there will be no more death. The lake of fire is the second death, and anyone whose name was not found written in the book of life was thrown into the lake of fire. And you know, friends, I want you to, to picture that this vision of the great white throne describes the last and final judgment of history. And you know, it is an awesome yet solemn scene and one which should cause everyone to stop and think about the eternal implications of this future event. And for the non-Christians, the one who has never trusted in the person and work of Jesus Christ, it should cause them to want to search out the truth regarding Jesus Christ and to embrace him in faith as a savior from his sins or their sins and eternal doom. For the Christian, the future reality of this event should cause deep concern because of the many, including some of our friends and relatives, who will face his throne of judgment because they never received the Savior by faith. And all who have scoffed at God, denied his being, rebelled at his rule, or rejected his sovereignty, and in the process also rejected his Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, must at this time stand before this throne to be condemned to eternal judgment. And friends, I know that there are people out there that will tell you, well, if you make a donation to the church, or if you do this, if you pay this uh, uh, amount, because we're doing a nursery or whatever, you know, 
Jesus will have mercy on your loved ones that you feel are in are in uh, in hell. No, Francis. We will all rise to either go to heaven or we're going to go to hell forever. There's no money that'll buy your way into heaven and there's no money that'll buy your way out of hell. None. And it's an eternal judgment. And you know, may the reality of this judgment cause us to carefully reflect on the serious consequences of this passage on a Christ-rejecting world. Now, when is the time of this judgment? And in Revelation 20 and verse 5, it reads as follows. The rest of the dead did not come to life until the thousand years were ended. This is the first resurrection. Now, Revelations chapters 11 through 15, friends, these are too many chapters to include in our studies. I try to limit our studies to about 15 to 30 minutes, and it's just too much information to cover in this setting. But I do encourage you to delve into these chapters in your devotional time so you can understand more of what the process is going to be like. And these aforementioned chapters show that this uh, this takes place after the conclusion of the millennium, following the doom of Satan and the destruction of heaven and earth, but before the eternal state of the new heavens and earth. As we find in Revelation 21 and verse 1, which the Bible titles this section, A New Heaven and a New Earth. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and there was no longer any sea. So we won't have a sea anymore. Amen? Is that interesting? But you know, friends, this is serious business. And you know, there's no reason, none, for you to end up going to hell. Not one. And I'm going to tell you something. If you've ever been told by a pastor or a church leader that you're going to hell because you're this, because you're that, that's not true. And if you've ever been told by a pastor or a church leader that if you make a donation to the church that God will look favorably upon your loved one who you believe to be in hell, that's also not true, friends. For you see, salvation is free. Jesus paid the price when he went to Calvary on the cross. And he was beaten. And he was laughed upon. He was humiliated. He was flogged. They took a spear to his side. For you and I, 
and that I am aware of, there is not a pastor, a church leader, or anyone in the face of this earth that has the power to send you and to judge you to go anywhere. For that is the Lord's business. And we don't play God on this podcast. The job of a teacher, of a pastor, is to teach you the Word of God, but not to play God. Friends, I can't even send myself anywhere. How can I send you? That's God's job. Amen? But if you've never accepted Jesus, and if you would like to avoid the consequences that the Bible speaks of, which are all true, today's your day. And you know, all you have to do is I'm going to lead you in prayer. And if you would pray along with me and accept Christ, which is free, I believe you're going to have eternal life. Amen. And you're going to have forgiveness of all of your sins. So if you would like to pray with me, please follow along. Heavenly Father, I come before your throne and I ask you to please forgive me of all of my sins. I also ask you, Lord, to come into my life to be my Lord and my Savior from this day on. I want to share eternity with you, with God the Father, with God the Holy Spirit, with the angels, and I want to be a sheep and not a goat on Judgment Day. Thank you, Father, for your sacrifice for me that day on Calvary and I accept it and I thank you Lord in Jesus name Amen and Amen Friends if you said that prayer I do believe that you are born again I encourage you to find a good Bible find a Bible that speaks to you as you read it and then I would encourage you to take copious notes of all of your weekly Bible studies. Take copious notes of your Sunday school Bible studies and of the sermons that the pastors teach on Sundays. However, before you start delving and matriculating that information, I would encourage you to ask the Lord to open your understanding. Ask the Lord to open your ability to remember where you read this information and ask the Lord to give you grace that if you should find someone who needs to hear the words that you have just learned that you would be able to convey it to them in a humble fashion and not judging anyone we're not here to judge that's not our job but it is our job to educate the brethren. Amen. And friends, I always close out all of my podcasts with remembrance to the late Pastor John H. Osteen. 
And Doc and, and Pastor Osteen would always close out all of his TV sermons with the best phrase I've ever heard. And he deserves the honor and the respect for coining this phrase. He would close out all of his TV sermons and he would say, Friends, keep Jesus first place in your life and he will take you places that you've never dreamed of. Amen. Friends, thank you for your time and for the privilege of being able to share Jesus with you. And I pray that his blessings will be upon you and yours today and always in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, friends.